0: Welcome back to Beauty Marks Podcast, a space to reembrace marks acquired through a journey. My name is Elizabeth Savion, and welcome to another episode of this podcast. I want to thank those that have left a review on the podcast. Thank you so much; they mean the world to me. And it takes literally five seconds to be to do. You just have to go on Apple Podcasts, look up Beauty Marks Podcast, and then go all the way down, and you can do the rating, five stars. Let me know what you think appreciate that a lot. To start off this episode, um, I will be doing a Q&A of a few questions that were asked. I might just split it up because um, I feel like some of them are a little long-winded questions and um, I can talk a lot about them. So I'm just going to do a few now and then a few on a future episode. Thank you for those that have asked the question and The first question that was so nice was, how's the aunt life going? And it is great. Um, It has been over like a week, but it feels like it's been a month already, to be honest. Um, Really enjoying it, adjusting to it, and um, just really trying to, you know, learn how to be, you know, helpful and just be a part of the whole process while they're here and enjoying every part of it. She's precious and amazing and beautiful. And I feel like every aunt ends up loving the aunt process of just being able to be with them. And as they get older, spoil them. That's my job. I've like, every time I go to the store though, it's definitely like I like pick up a few things. I'm like, Ooh, this is cute. This is cute. So enjoying that process. The second question was, have you always found it easy to share vulnerable aspects of your life? So no, I definitely have been someone that doesn't always share a lot of stuff. Even like when I was younger, Um, I would share like the superficial stuff, you know, like very surface level things. Um, And as I've gotten older through therapy and just gotten to learn more about myself, I realized that I personally like vulnerable, like vulnerability, like people that are like more deep. And um, I feel like that has also, because I become self-aware, I've been able to become more vulnerable about things you know which has taken time because i've been also able to heal from certain things that before you know it was kind of like i was either embarrassed or ashamed or just didn't know how to really talk about certain things and i didn't want to seem like my life wasn't perfect you know and i think that when i finally started feeling like wow like i don't want like this perfect facade um, is too heavy to carry and it's too much work. I rather be honest and real with what I'm going through. I feel like I found so much freedom in that and then other people were like, "Wow, thank you so much for sharing that because I'm literally going through the same thing." And I just felt like it created like a community and openness and transparency. Transparency to be able to you know, like not have to hold this card of being perfect. Um, and so no, I would say that it's taken time through my like healing and just, I feel like people like genuine, honest people, like people like people that are people, like, <laughs> like I feel like people like authentic, genuine people that don't always have it all together. Um, and I feel like if, I personally see someone that's always like perfect and always great like I feel like it's something that makes me feel like that's not attainable you know for myself because I know that everyone struggles with something and everybody goes through a hard times so yeah that's my answer <laughs> um third one is how to handle job rejection or job loss ooh i mean I think that going through a job loss is very hard, um, especially with 2020, the pandemic. I think a lot of people experienced this and that was the first time that I had experienced it. I definitely feel like I loved what I was like, my career path that I was going, um, even though I didn't like love the job and all its aspects, but like I loved what like my career, like being just like, Fully, like the benefits of having that career um, and the things that I would do and the traveling and the opportunities that I had. And so it was definitely hard to accept that and I had to grieve that loss. like um, the same with when you're when you're um, grieving from like a loss of someone that you love, like a death or a relationship people also grieve their losses of their jobs. And so I feel like the grieving people don't really talk about that, but like when you're so used to doing something and it, all of a sudden you're completely your, your career shifts or it changes, like you have to adjust to that and you mourn, you know, especially if you love the job, if it came out of nowhere, maybe some, maybe they did you dirty, maybe you feel like rejected because, um, you feel like, wait, but like other people were able to stay, but not you, like, why not me? And so in the beginning I was dealing with a lot of like, did I do something like, kind of like, I realized that I had attached, um, part of myself to like what I was doing, you know, like, oh, I am, my name is Elizabeth and I do this. And this is like my job. And like, I love it, you know, versus, um, you know, what I came to find out was like, I am not, you know, whatever happens with my job, like I'm still like worthy and I'm still like, that doesn't give me my identity isn't what I do. So I feel like I had to like come to the realization that like I had put so much of who I was into that job. And I had to be okay with accepting that that wasn't for me and accepting that, that wasn't a rejection. Like that was just a redirection into something else that I was going to do. And that definitely was a redirection. Um, and I feel like you will grieve it and you will get you to give yourself time to process it. And it's okay with whatever emotions you feel. Um, Cause I know everybody, when that happens, it looks so different for everybody else. Um, and so I feel like you just have to have compassion with yourself and, you always have two choices. When that happens, you can either, you know, go through the grieving process, which is very normal, but also it's like, okay, what are, what are we going to do now? Like, okay. Like this is my career. Like, this is like, this is an end here. Like I I'm going to apply somewhere else. Or I'm going to try this now. Like it's redirecting you into something else. So I hope that whatever you're going through, I hope you don't feel like it's the end of the world and just know that like, this is just a redirection to something else in your career. A lot of successful people, they have been let go of jobs in their 20s, 30s, um, and that led them to the best career that they ever had, and they're um, living on their dream um, career. So I just hope that that encourages you. So another question was, how to be happy for others? Ooh, like this one's so good. And I feel like this can be a whole episode. But how to be happy for others, I feel like it comes from when you genuinely care for someone and you genuinely um, see someone else having something or, you know, they're succeeding at something and you see them happy. It makes you happy, like, because you care about them and you love them. Um, But I feel like the part that maybe, Um, this question is going towards is like how to be genuinely happy. It's like you, let's say uh, for example, they got engaged and you want to be engaged or they're traveling or they're living in their Uh, like they're in their like dream career and you kind of like, you're happy for them, of course. But there's a part of you that's like, wow, like I desire that, like I want that for me one day. And I think that you can have both. Like you can be happy for someone and still desire those things, but you just have to be careful with it becoming envious. um, Because when you see someone else succeeding that you love, like someone that you genuinely love and care about, you have to see what are you telling yourself? Are you believing that that you're not capable of having that? Are you believing that, like, are you like having negative self-talk? Are you um, maybe just not happy in your life and maybe feel like like envious of someone else's life because you're not happy with yours? Like what's going on with that, you know? And I say, I feel like you have to sit down and like really like, See what you're telling yourself and where your thought process is when you see other people having great things. Because even though, for example, like if someone um, is in their dream career and you're kind of like still in the um, still not there, you can still wish that for someone and know that someone else's success or happiness does not take away from your own. And I feel like you have to be at peace where you're at to be able to be genuinely happy for other people and understand that it's not a competition Um, and that like you will get there in your time. And I know that that's very cliche and a lot of people don't like that. Like, but I feel like you have to get to the place where you have to be content and know that you are exactly where you need to be. Cause if not, you're always going to be like, other people are going to be succeeding in areas that you feel like you're lacking. And then you're always going to be like comparing. And I feel like that creates um, a pattern of just unhappiness because you like, it's never going to be enough. Like nothing will ever be enough because it's like, okay, you get to the dream career, but then it's like, okay, but like, I want my income to be more, or I want to be traveling more or, well, I want to be married or I want to like, I feel like when you depend on things to make you happy and you compare your life to other people, you that will always end up creating that cycle. So my recommendation is definitely to um, be at peace with where you're at and be genuinely happy for others, knowing that all those things are still possible for you. And that doesn't take away from your own um, path, you know? And so it will happen in its time. I promise you that. And so the last question, which is what we're pretty much going to talk about more today um, is how to manage relationships, responsibilities as adults, like how to navigate that, which is a great question. This is actually, um, a topic suggestion from a listener, um, from actually like a few weeks ago, but then like the question was asked again and I'm like, I need to respond to this. Cause I feel like it's so timely and it's real. Like a lot of people go through this. So like her question was also in like, when you're in a long-term relationship, how, once it gets like stagnant and it's like, you're in a relationship And it's like a routine, right? But then you also have like your responsibilities and you have other, like you're going after your career and then you have like your friends and then you have all these other things. Like how do you manage that? And I feel like I took the question as like, how do you like grow together instead of growing apart when you have like school and career and all of that? And I feel like even though I am single right now, So I think that if you're in a committed long-term relationship and you guys are figuring things out, like either your career or you're in school, like, I think it's really about communication, understand where you're at and what your goal is so that you understand that, like, this is only temporary. And so, like, how can you guys work together towards, like, still meeting each other's needs and maybe how that's going to look like in the next few months so for example like if for you personally this like goes back to you like love languages I feel and like just communication styles like if you personally are someone that like needs like quality time like but the other person is like working a certain set amount of hours and then plus they have either school or they're doing other things like I feel like it's figuring out, okay, so like, when can we talk? Like, what is the best time? Is Should we have like a set day a week or two days a week? Whatever that looks like for you, that you guys like see each other or like spend like intentional time or, um, you know, how's this going to look between managing, like being in a relationship plus like your friends, which that's something else I'll talk about a little in a little bit but I feel like everything comes down to like learning what is a priority at the time and um, being honest on the same page of like, okay, this is temporary. There's only like three, six months this year. Like, this is where we're trying to get to like, so all that, like, I feel like that alleviates some pressure because you guys both know where this is going. And um, that is just both for your goals, because even when you're in a relationship, you're not, you're still individuals. And I feel like you're still both have your own goals. And I feel like as a couple too, like trying to figure out how that looks for both of you guys. So like, for example, like if I was in a relationship that we had been together for a few years and the next step is like, okay, we want to get married. So it's like, okay, like, we need to save this amount of money. Like, this is where we're at. Like, you know, we're trying to be intentional with that. Um, So like our focus is going to be, you know, to save up and like work hard and like whatever that looks like. And so maybe that time will, um, the quality time will look very differently. Like maybe it'll be like more at home or more um, intentional looking at each other's schedule to figure out what works best. So I feel like it's communication, Um, and knowing that to have like grace with each other, because, um, when you're trying to figure out your own stuff, plus you're in a relationship, it can be hard. Like if there's a lot of changes, um, not everybody's schedules are, are the same. And I feel like if whatever your needs are, you should communicate them, um, and understand where the other person is coming to. So you guys can reach a compromise. Um, The next topic is about friendships. So like how to keep friendships and um, relationships while you are adulting and have responsibilities. Because let's be honest, we are all busy. We all have um, a lot of things going on. And I feel like as adults, we have to be more intentional with our time and we have to look at our priorities of what's going on. So like if, for example, like if for me, I have come to find out like over the years of how important like community and my family friends, you know, like are to me, like, so I have to like set intentional time to do that. And there are some weeks or months that look very, very differently than others. And I feel like you should communicate that to your friends and let, again, letting them know like, Hey, like it's going to be pretty intense, like the next few weeks, because I have X, Y, Z. So, you know, I love you. I care about you. I would love to spend time with you. It's just going to be a little busy. So like, let's figure out either a time that we can talk during the week. So like, maybe it's like you actually calling them like once a week, or you're like, you follow up in a text or FaceTime them or like being intentional. And I feel like all of this comes down to like, what's your priorities in the season that you're in. So if it's If your priority right now is like your career or your priority right now is your health or your priority right now is your um, relationships or um, like whatever that looks like for you, then you will be intentional with the time that you put in it. Um, I know that when my priority wasn't my friends, I was not making intentional time for them. So like that was kind of like the back, in the back of my head. But then later on when I actually like, needed my friends, right. Or like wanted like, you know, to like follow up with people. It was kind of like having to start all over because I wasn't nurturing those relationships throughout the times that I was busy. So like it ended up because for me, that was important. Like my friendships are important to me and like the quality of my friendships is a part that I have to invest in. Um, And I know that people have different personality types and Different schedules. I definitely feel like me being single right now is so different than if I was in a relationship and if I was married and if I had a kids, like it would be completely different. And I completely get it. And I feel like you have to also be understanding of that with your friendships and understanding that maybe that looks like seeing each other once a month or once every two, three months, um, or talking, you know, twice a month, like whatever that looks like for you is what I feel like you should communicate though with your friends and let them know. And there are people that of course are very understanding and they have no grudges, they hold no grudges. And they like, you can see them in like one time every few months. And it feels like you've never not seen them, you know, but I feel like it's, especially with friendships personally, um, you, need to foster those relationships and be intentional to make them work, especially as an adult. I feel like it's way harder to keep those relationships um if you're not like trying to be intentional. No, that doesn't mean talking every single day or seeing each other every single week. It's more about like just following up and saying, hey, was thinking about you or hey, we'd love to catch up. Like let's plan a date. Um I know with COVID times it's also crazy. So I think it's just first trying to figure out how is your schedule looking and what realistically is it going to be like? Um, And then you also have to look at like, if that's important to you, for example, like if friendship time is important to you, I feel like looking at like maybe what, what are you losing a lot of time in, in your schedule right now that you have that you can be prioritizing or using time to spend that time with your friends. So like, you know, if you love have like a routine of going to the gym, maybe like inviting your friend to go to the gym with you. Or if you have like a nail day that you have to go, like hey, bring in someone if that's like if it's like fitting it into your schedule so you don't have to make additional time, that also is a way that you can be intentional with that. But again, I think that with friendships, you do have to be intentional and have times. I know friends that um when like our dynamics changed a lot because they either got in a relationship or they were busy and it was a lot of adjusting like it was a lot of understanding and trying to like okay like like it was it's very different and I feel like seasons of friends change but it's also having compassion for each other um and if you do feel like you guys have like Maybe you don't have time for each other and all of that. It's also communicating, like, hey, I know life has been busy, but just wanted to affirm that I I care about you. I think about you. Like, let me know if you need anything. I'm here for you. Like, so also doing that. So, busy or not, prioritize what's important to you because you will find time for what is important to you. So, if for me, over time, I definitely have. Establish that of like friendships are important to me will look different in a different season of course but for now that is something that's always there so like for my focus is like okay like my career my health like working out and then my friendships of course my relationship with my family my relationship with God like so how all those things play in together Um, and so then I make time for those things and are you ever are you always going to do it perfect no it's going to look different in different seasons but um we're all trying to figure it out we're all trying to navigate adulthood and don't do it perfect all the time and so have grace with each other have grace with yourselves and um you know that's all i have to say so this episode was more of a q a But I hope that you got something out of it. I hope you guys are having a great second week of the year. It definitely doesn't feel like 2022, but we are here. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, and follow me at Elizabeth Savvy for more. I will see you guys next week.